Welcome, Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the podcast that gets deep into the psyche of extraordinary achievers across all genres, cutting to the chase to unlock the secrets of their success, their achievement, philosophies, and motivations. Join us in the quest to find out what makes the movers and shakers of our world tick and what gems and wisdom we can learn from them. Now, over to your host, Lisa Tamati. Well, welcome to the show, Paul Rangiwa here. We've got today in the studio with us. Um, very, very nice to have you on board. Welcome, Paul. Oh, kia ora, Lisa. It's great to um, have a, a chance to finally catch up and uh, get to talk with you this afternoon. Yeah, it's been a, a, we've been toing and froing a little bit, trying to organise our busy schedules to make a time work, but we've finally managed to make it happen. Um, so I've known Paul for uh, quite a few years now um, in, in, a, in the various number of uh, sort of projects and ideas that we've, we've thrown around over the years. But um, just to give the, the, the listeners a bit of background, Paul, let's, let's go into your life and who the hell is Paul Rangawahia and what's, what's he doing these days? Well, I suppose a good place to start is uh, a couple of years back, I was uh, $600,000 uh, in the hole. Um, I owed the uh, IRD and, uh, and a bank yeah. and a fran- franchisor um, this amount of money. And um, I uh, um, couldn't repay it back. Uh, I'd met with the bank and the IRD and we had a plan forward. But the franchisor that I was um, uh, part of the franchise group decided a better way forward was without um, me and my partner. So uh, we went into uh, voluntary uh, liquidation yeah. and uh, then into uh, bankruptcy bankruptcy. So at that point in time of my life, it was a hugely stressful uh, period. And as mm. you can imagine, in today's world where we uh, judge a lot of success on uh, the things that you have and the, the money you have to spend, totally. I was a complete failure. So um, I had no no uh, um, assets that gone. I had no savings and I had no legal protection. So I was really, really at the um, um, really at the rock bottom wow. in terms of finances. Um, and uh, whilst you know people may perceive that uh, I'd lost everything in that very moment, um, I gained everything because uh, it was an opportunity to change the way that I, I lived and to redefine what was important to me. And uh, I guess to confirm that I was making the right um, choice um, when that was uh, given to me on a new direction, I decided to, to uh, follow my uh, my passion for uh, art and creativity. Yep. And um, yes, like a gift from the universe, um, I painted a, a thing called a mental war on a fitness. <laughs> and, uh, and that sort of uh, became a... Uh, a piece of work now that I uh, work on full time um, and uh, was the catalyst for, for change. So, wow. yeah, was one, uh, one single piece of work. Now, if I could give the, the listeners, because they obviously can't see this, and afterwards we, we'll set, certainly send them to your, your website so they can have a look at this. Um, but this is a, a, a piece of art that's got, um, what is it, 40, 48 sort of instructions on how, how, how to. Live a good life. I put it that way. Is that, that would that be a good way of putting it? Yeah. So it's it's forty five points. Um, but you, you're exactly right. It's about it's points that enable you to uh, uh, keep your um, yourself on the right track. And often, you know, we need an alignment in light uh, in life. Uh, you know, sometimes you feel like uh, you're the static on a radio station, or you just cr- keep crashing off the, the road. Uh, the Warren of Fitness uh, has these points which um, cover most things in, in, in life, whether it's diet or exercise or what we think or how we act. Um, and it's a, it's a piece of art that can hang in the home, so it looks cool, but it is a focal point for you to get your daily dose of well-being. That's fantastic. I absolutely love this um, warrant of fitness, mental warrant of fitness. And it, and it really aligns, I think, with a lot of the, lot of the stuff that I, I like to preach about or talk about and, and get on my soapbox on. Um, all, the, all the little things that we can do on a daily basis to be appreciative of where we are. But before we get a little bit deeper into this uh, mental warrant of fitness and what, what's included in it and what your life philosophy is, because basically, this is your life philosophy in a in a in a can, really, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. Um, but I'd like to, you know, you know, because you you've very very kindly opened up and shared about a very stressful time in your life. 
What was it like when you're at your deepest, darkest point? Now, let's, you know, I like when I talk to people who have transformed their lives, who have turned things around. And I mean, I've done it myself with, you know, had had um, massive problems with depression and, um, you know, nervous breakdown and come out of an abusive relationship and all sorts of dramas over my life that I like to think makes my life an interesting story. Um, (laughs) um, we, We all have these times in our life where we hit rock bottom. And a lot of people stay at rock bottom. This is the problem that they don't learn to uh, stand back up again, find find their resilience, and get back up again. So, what was it like for you in your deepest, darkest days when you were, you know, trying to deal with this failure, this this economic failure, this failure to be the breadwinner in the family, the, you know, all of those things that everyone wants to be? What was it like at the, in those worst moments, and how did you pull yourself up? I think the, the most important thing that I realised at that, that time was uh, um, I had uh, always uh, uh, listened to, to other people and I'd, I'd um, been a, a people pleaser and very pragmatic and following what I thought was, in inverted commas, commas the right path. Mm. Um, and I realised that, you know, the, the person that I needed to connect with and listen to uh, was, was myself. And I, I originally painted the, the work uh, for myself as um, as, a, as a guide, um, and and so you know getting off the the canvas after being knocked out, um, yes, like you say, for, for many people they, they struggle to to do that. But I, I kind of um, put things into perspective when I was uh, going through the the bankruptcy. Um, my friend um, and uh, his wife were. Uh, receiving news about um, their their son and it was really um, really tough news to, to take in terms of uh, you know him and his health yep. and so for me that was uh, such a, a great illustration of perspective where mm. we're both going through this stressful, stressful moment I knew that in a heartbeat they would get everything they had to, to help their son with his health so the, the, the money and the the, uh, the financial loss really was was nothing because uh, I could get that stuff back, but I still had my health and I still had so much to to offer. So um, wow. it was a, it was a very enlightening uh, experience. And I think as uh, as hu- human beings, we often look for the things that we haven't got, mm. um, but uh, there is so much that we have got that we forget to uh, to think about. And uh, you know, being grateful for for my health and the ability to uh, uh, you know get back into it um, was it was a great thing. And I focused on on those uh, those things. So yeah, that the key word there is perspective, and this is something that I you know really am big on. Every time I get down, you know, in the stress of life and the busyness of life, on the in, in the negative quagmire of some crap that you're going through. Uh, what, just like you with your friend with a sick child, um, you know, I, I think to the people that um, that haven't got it as good as me, you know. Um, in my case, you know, I've got had a, had a mum who's had a, a major incident with a with an aneurysm just over a year ago, and and that really put the whole of life into perspective of what is important and her journey back, and um, just <laughs> under, you know, like the fact that she at the beginning you know couldn't oh she still has trouble rolling over or in bed or uh putting your shoes on or getting to the toilet or you know when you when you see someone else's lot (laughs) and you see your lot and it's not so rosy but it's hell of a lot better than someone else has got it and they're still fighting on it really gives you a change in that mindset of instead of oh woe is me and poor me and um, I'm never going to amount to anything and internalizing it. It's turning it around and going, actually, could be a hell of a lot worse. Um, yes, I'm in a bit of a tough space, but I'm going to go forward from here. That's right. And one thing I, I cottoned on to really quickly is to uh, get better at anything. You need to practice. And if you really um, are seeking to uh, excel at anything, um, you know, the more effectively um, and, and, and frequently that you practice, you'll um, you'll improve. Uh, so uh, when it came to, uh, to to well-being and getting myself you know, from this low point um, to a to a, a point of, of happy, you know, better 
or greater happiness was to start practicing that that daily. So um, you know, having those 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 affirmations or or that quiet time to uh, focus on uh, listening to yourself, uh, practicing on getting out and doing some exercise and uh, surrounding yourself with quality people, ignoring you know the negative uh, people and, and keeping those people out of your lives, mm. practicing um, you know being grateful, practicing saying kind words, all these things. I realized that. If I practice these things and focus my energy on these things as opposed to, to negative thoughts and, and things that weren't um, going to bring me any any joy or any benefit, if I, if I focused on the positive things, I was going to move ahead a lot quicker, and I did. And, and I think the confirmation um, for me is that the more I did this, the faster things started to come to me in terms of positivity, and doors began to open, and I started to uh, shape that future that I always knew I could have, yep. but was always scared of of, of uh, um, seeing if I could could make it because I was too worried about what everyone else thought. Yeah, what was the expected pathway that you know a, a man should take for his family and, and career? Because I've always known you as a painter. Yes. Um, and an artist, um, and I've always loved your your quirkiness. You're totally quirky, you know. I mean that in a in a in a, in a positive way. You know, they're Absolutely. just they're really the the stuff that you you put out there. It, it you have to stand there and look at it twice and try and make heads or tails of it. It makes you think, um, which art should do. Um, and so you know, for me, this is like that's obviously where your heart has been all along in the art and the creativity and spreading a positive message in the world. And you've somehow found a way to combine those, which is just magic. You know, um, you know, it's a, it's quite a magic um, thing to be able to use the technologies that we have today, like we are doing right now, doing this podcast and get a message out. But in the, talking about your your creativity, your your art works, you know, through your art and through the technology. I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I think it's a, it's such an exciting thing, isn't it? Because you, your message is available on, on social network. Um, it's like energy, isn't it? You're attracted to, to like. And uh, um, if you're out there, then uh, you are, and you, your message is, is positive and good, then you are going to start attracting people um, to you. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I'm really excited that I can combine, you know, what I love, um, help people, and also uh, provide a, an income and a lifestyle for me and my family. Yeah. It is, it is the perfect mix. It is, it is, it's an absolute, um, it's a dream, you know. And when I caught up with you the other day in a cafe, you know, you gave me this Warren a Fitness card, and I thought, wow, that is absolutely stunning. And you, you, you've built a business really a model around this one piece of art so how how does that look like you know when i um when i think about them like my dad's an artist for example and i and i've struggled to sort of help him market his work even though i know his work is top top notch um it's a very hard thing as an artist uh to get your works out there when there is so much competition how how have you managed to do this and to do this so well with with your especially this one piece well, I think you know there's there's a couple of things that uh, really uh, um, make it make it work well. As one thing is is that it appeals to um, both young and old, um, and uh, you know will I guess cross over uh, lots of um, barriers like uh, cultures and, and ages and, and sexes and those. So it's a uni- universal um, message, and um, it's it's while well, all those messages individually. Um, and not uh, uh, anything new. Collectively, it's just a, a great um, a way of, I, I guess, making um, you know that well-being an accessible part of the home. Uh, and, and one of the, and this is a bit just off the track, um, somewhat. One of my goals was to uh, uh, get people talking about how they feel, um, you know, more, and so we could normalise um, feelings instead of like bottling them up. Oh, yeah. um, and, and the other thing is, is that. I, I was fortunate to hit on, um, I guess, an, an upmoving trend, which is that of well-being. And um, in in the world we're living in now, it's a complicated thing, you know. Oh, and yeah. and uh, our well-being is uh, under constant threat because of uh, all the the external pressures um, and the internal pressures that we put upon ourselves. 
so a lot of people resonated with the fact that um, you know it was a uh, a piece of art that they they they, they firstly liked, um, and in terms of the messages, they liked how it looked. So it, it fitted fitted well, um, and yeah, it's, you've, it's, been you've, a, it's been a good time because this is the time you know people are become more aware of health and well being and mental wellness, and we are discussing these things more. And you've 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 hit it at the right time, in other words. Yes. Yeah, and but how have you been able to market this this one piece of art and to make it so successful? Well, I, I think it's it's when it gets onto people's walls um, and into schools where it, where it is, into businesses uh, as it travels, you know, throughout the country or overseas. Um, you know, each group. Um, you know, that person has their own group and they become your greatest advocates uh, for it. Um, I, I knew that I had um, created something uh, quite special when um, the first time I ever sold one to, to someone that I didn't know and I didn't know any of their friends. I thought, wow, you know, I've got outside of my little um, bubble and uh, it's yeah. a product. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's, that's that got first a first step outside and, oh, my gosh, a stranger's actually like <laughs> something I've done. <laughs> Yeah, and, and with social media, you know, you're able to um, to get to a lot of people um, for a um, very small for cost. Yes. So, um, you know, leveraging off uh, of that uh, has been massive because I think if it had been 10, 20 years earlier and it was more traditional models and um, as, yes. as we all know, there's a lot more capital required to get, get it started. So I was able to really um, start off, you know, with next to nothing um, and uh, use my own time to, to drive it forward. Yeah, and you've obviously been very clever with that. And that sort of brings me to a point with people that are listening, you know, we are living in a in a day and age that is unprecedented and op- offers amazing opportunities if people think outside the box. So... I mean, I, I've, you know, always, a bit like you, I've always wanted to uh, follow my own dreams, my own entrepreneurial path. My, I've never fit into a normal box. and But you've always struggled within the normal realm of society to, you know, uh, find a way to make that work. But now with the, with the technology that's available, we have so many ways to build an income, to build up business models, to think outside the square, to the technologies. It's not saying it's easy. Like, it's hugely complicated. Um, you and I are both in the midst of, you know, digital marketing and trying to set up um, complicated funnels and websites and YouTubes and goodness knows what they're all um, oh, so I'm, I'm tiring. I'm tiring listening to you. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bloody long, lot of work, especially for, you know, people of our generation. We're sort of or a year bit younger, but it's, it's um, not something that we grew up with. But... More and more, my eyes are becoming open as to the opportunities that are out there if you think outside the square. And this is also valid, I think, for anything that you want to look into. Like nowadays, if I've got a health concern, if I've got an issue with myself, I don't go directly to the doctor anymore. I go to the internet and I research and I find and I discover what the best people in the world are saying about that problem. And yes, there's a lot of rubbish and you have to sift through the the chafe if you like but there is also huge opportunities to learn to understand to teach yourself um, in natural ways as well as the, the, the traditional school medicine and I know in my journey that's been uh, hugely um, beneficial and it's it doesn't matter whether you're talking about a health journey or getting your artwork out there or building up a, a podcast like this one is or selling a digital product or writing a book doesn't matter what it is the information is out there if you're prepared to go and work for it and find it and look for it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the most important thing is, is that it does take time and effort, you know, so <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it was, you know, um, days gone by or, or in a current time, it still, you know, requires uh, energy in. Um, you know, well, for me, it, it's it's a couple of things that I've learned is that, you know, if, if there were like 100, 100 sheep and you want to stand out amongst those sheep, it would help if you were pink, and um, people <laughs> yes. go, "Hey, there's a pink sheep." And uh, you, you definitely qualify as a pink sheep. Yeah, your yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, you want to be a pink, pink sheep with a, you know, mohawk. That's even better. But I, I think um, if you can find something that is different, otherwise, you know, you you, you talked about it just before. Is is find out what the very best people are doing and do what they do. Yes. Um, yeah. 
in your own style, because I think, you know, there is a, a lot to be said for, um, you know, being yourself. Um, and uh, people want to see um, you um, and uh, what you are, are about. They don't want to, to see all cut, uh, cut and paste. They no. want some some of you as well, you know. But, yeah, that's for me. It's either a rich, really original idea or um, follow what the very best are doing. Yeah, I, I agree with that totally. And I think you, you, you've hit on another good point there, and let's explore that for a little bit, is um, being genuine and being vulnerable and being you as opposed to what should be or what you would like to portray in the, in the media. Um, a friend always said to me, uh, said to me the other day, uh, "There's no ugly photos on Facebook," and and that's they're so true. We don't, none of us puts up the ugly side, do we? No. Deliberately, we we try to find where, where the angles are nice and we're looking yep. very <laughs> lovely and we're looking like rock stars, and that's what we all do as people, and and that's that's fine. But I think the beauty lies in being able to share your stories openly, honestly, with with all the warts, with all the, the crap that you've been through. And to stand to that and to say, this was my journey. Um, it also, it's also liberating for yourself because you don't have to hide behind anything that you aren't. And right. you're putting it out there. This is the journey I've been on. This is the, the mistakes I made. This is the, 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 the way I got through it. This is how I transformed my life. All those messages are so empowering for other people going through different but similar stuff yeah. in life. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the truth is, uh, to me, an undervalued currency. And, uh, and you know, people want to see um, some vulnerability. They, they, they want to uh, know that, you know, um, we all uh, have times where um, we feel uh, sad or, or disappointed or frustrated. And uh, I think... Um, you know, including that um, in and around all our, um, you know, uh, beautiful shots and yeah. uh, lovely branding is, I think, <laughs> I think it's a really, it makes it more holistic and real, you know. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good way of putting it. You've, you've got, of course, everybody has to put their best foot forward when they're presenting themselves, when they're branding themselves, when they're promoting themselves. But if you can keep that genuineness and openness, um, you know, I do a lot of um, corporate speaking and, you're billed as, or I'm billed as, as this uh, adventure athlete, crazy running person who's done blah, 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 amazing, whatever. Uh, well, when I get up to speak, it's, it, I talk about the failures. I talk about the absolutely diabolical situations that you've gotten yourself into and how you pulled yourself through and the times where you've failed. And, and that, that's unexpected often. Um, and I think that there, therein lies the power because it's when you hear stories of these superheroes who are doing superhero things, you know, it doesn't really interest me, you know, because I'm not going to, I don't relate to that because I know, well, I'm never going to be like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be great to listen to someone like Usain Bolt tell how, how amazing he is and, and what he's done. But can you relate to that? Can I relate to that? Or are we going to go, well, that's him. He was genetically born different than me and that gives me an excuse to opt out <laughs> yeah and I, th and I think depending how we're feeling about ourselves and depending what information we're uh, feeding into our, our brain it's you know how we interpret things because you know there's the old saying the glass half empty and the glass half full mm. um so you know what i uh, focus on um uh, in terms of myself is uh, ensuring um, that, uh, you know, I know, um, I know what I want. I, I know what success looks like for me and I know what I, I don't need and I, I don't want. So I'm quite clear on that. And, uh, and because I've, um, you know, I practice uh, a very positive uh, mindset. Uh, I, I think I'm more open to, um, you know, what other people have to say and I can interpret things. This is from a personal perspective, interpret things um, better than I, than I have in, in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it is, you know, we are, we've got so many um, uh, different, uh, uh, you know, companies telling us how we should look and be and act and have. And, yeah. and it is quite uh, a, um, an overload at, at times. Um, but I just think, you know, back to myself, if you, 
if you're comfortable and you're happy with you know who you are, you'll find those right messages and you'll you'll um, see the signs when when they're, they're there because you uh, are not uh, clouded in your thinking and judgment with stuff that's you know not going to help you. Yeah, so I think a lot of this comes with you know with the wisdom of of having a few years under our belt too. Um, uh, and and it's really important actually for young people to hear these sort of journeys that you've you've gone on and, and how you've found your way back. Um, and to be able to to look into the future with a positive, uh, you know, thought process, you know, like the, with 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 hope and courage. Because you must be when you look at your your situation now and you've crawled yourself out of the the depths, if you like. Yep. Um, but you know, I, I bet you don't have a million dollars in the bank, and I sure I sure as hell don't. Um, how how are you looking? To the, to the future, future you know, with you know, it, with without, without being fearful being of that re- repeating itself, itself or, or you know, you know, how do you overcome that daily fear of looking, looking to the future? future? I think it's a really, really good question. Um, and uh, I wish at a young age, I'd, you know, someone had told me that um, making mistakes is, is a very critical part of, of success. You will make mistakes, so uh, um, don't worry. Just get on and, and live life. Um, so uh, I think you know often you avoid making mistakes, but I made plenty of them, you know, which is which is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm really lucky in the fact that uh, um, even though I have, I still understand you know the basic principles of uh, you know of how money works and economics. Um, so I'm quite lucky in, in that, that regard. But I, I, I decided that I can't live in fear. You know, uh, you, you may create something and go down a path and it may fail again, but um, you have to deal with that when that arrives. Um, so I, I try to eliminate the, the fear and, and focus my energy on, um, you know, what I can accomplish and uh and if I spend more time thinking about what I can accomplish and uh, what the future um, does hold for me, then um, you know that's uh, I think success um, just there and there and then. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it it means that I'm going to look for the positive. I'm going to try to, to find um, you know the lifestyle, the the, the happiness that I want um, in the moments that are in front of me every day. You know. So um, instead of living in fear and letting that control what you know, what you do and the decisions that you make. Yeah, and a lot of people are anxious because, you know, they um, they, they get something and they never really enjoy what they have because they want to get the next thing. And there's a lot of anxiety in, you know, the way that they, they live and, and function. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to really focus on, on, on the moments and, um, and really make those count. Um, but I also am very um, aware of building um, something that's really successful that enables me to uh, uh, take time uh, to keep growing. Yep. And, uh, and that's what I believe um, my mental warrant of fitness um, is, is going to, to do for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's exciting because it's a, it's a um, you know, I've had that proven success with it. So, look, I'm just, you know, going to really uh, get behind that at the moment. Yeah, and get, get excited about it. You know, yeah. I, I, um, it, it's a good lesson for me in a way because um, I, I tend to create too many things and create too many products and too many, um, you know, have too many projects on the go instead of concentrating on one single thing and going forward, and I think there's a good lesson for for many of us in that, especially in this distracted day and age, day and age where you, okay, I've got that now. That's not enough. I, I, surely I've got to create more and be more and do more. Um, yes. And th- that's part of you know definitely part of my problem at the moment is I, I want to be everything and do everything. Um, and there's only I've only got one set of hands and one brain. Oh, <laughs> look, as, as a creative person, my mine is is uh, forever you know coming up with ideas and things that I could could do. Yeah, I find a good uh, source is um, of, of bottling those up is writing them down because I- you might not use any of those ideas, but um, you might use one or two. Yep. But yeah, I, I think you know it's um, it's finding that hero product, isn't it? You know, wh- yeah. What what is it for you? You know, That's what is it one. for me? We, we kind of know what our hero products are. Uh, so yeah, it's really 
um, making sure that those um, are, are enduring and uh, you know give us the return that we we, we deserve for the effort, um, the outcomes we want, and then once those are strong, yeah, then I think it's on to that next one. Um, so I've, I've I've learned a, a really um, important lesson for me is, is focusing on on that one thing and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, getting well, that right. It's certainly um, given me um, pause for thought, and I think for for many other people too, because we we you know do get tied up and uh, you know got to keep creating, keep producing, keep making. Um, especially when you get into digital marketing, and you're told you have to blog every week, you have to do this every week, you have to put so much content out a week, blah 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 blah. blah um, where it becomes just this massive pressure and and factory. Uh, as opposed to this lovely creative process, and then using that one thing that you that took you six months to do, or <laughs> and and following that through to the end, I think that um, uh, is definitely a a good um, analogy for people in, in business and in the, especially in the digital world. Is having one product, one. This is another podcast that I listened to recently. It's a bit off track, but. He said, have one product, one conversion mechanism, one traffic site, rather than trying to be everything to everybody and learn everything all at once because you'll just get absolutely, totally overwhelmed. Oh, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Now, if we look, have a look at this warrant of fitness here, if we go through a few of the items on these, to give people a bit of a list. Now, basically, this artwork has a list of 45 different uh, statements basically of, of how that will help you live your life and it's called the, the mental warrant fitness is that right? Yes. Yep. Um, so r- right up the big top we got don't judge or, you, or compare yourself number one. Number two stop thinking negative thoughts about yourself or others. Number three have quiet time. Number four trust your instincts. The odds are heavily in your favour. So just let's have a look at those four. And so it goes on, this this wonderful list of uh, tips for life. You know, respect will grow out of performance. Guard your reputation. You only have one. All of these great words of wisdom, where did they come from? Well, I've been writing them down over the years and um, playing around with them. And, you know, as, as I said earlier, you know, individually, most people would have heard these together. But collectively, um, they, uh, you know, provide yeah. a... Uh, yeah, a good um, comprehensive, you know, uh, I guess, look at uh, how we live our lives. And, um, and yeah, it's, there's, all, there's all sorts of ones. And, and what works really well for me is, is every day when I look through it, there's, there's invariably something that will stand out to me. Or, you know, I'll concentrate on one thing for the day or the week um, or, a, you know, a time period. Um, so, you know, it, it gets into some quite... Um, uh, Confronting stuff for people such as number thirteen, forgive. Um, yep. Number fourteen, anything anything accompanied by love is infinitely more powerful. So it, it's really uh, um, you know getting people to, to question themselves, but also question um, uh, about how uh, the world around us you know is um, is being lived. So um, it's yeah, a it's code a, of conduct really. Without being, a, it's not a set of rules, but it's a yeah. A guideline, basically, to how to live a good life and a happier life. And and obviously, we, you know, neither you nor I nor anyone else would live all these um, all the time. <laughs> no, exactly. And, and but you know, I think for me, what I try to do is, you know, I try to be across as many as I can at one time because I know that then my my, my balance or my ability to create will be at a, at a greater, uh, um, I guess, frequency. You know, so and but it, a lot of it, you know, what you read is common sense. You know, I write here number 41, avoid processed food and sugar. <laughs> I, I don't say don't live without it because I realize that people are going to eat a bit of crap from time to time, yeah. you know. But if we um, limit the amount of, uh, you know, processed food and sugar in our diet, well, that's a lot um, better, you know, than, than having it all the time. So um, Absolutely. And I like this one. Um, what is it? 45, I think. Try just one more time. That's, that's <laughs> right. You just... Uh, you just don't know when it's going to uh, going to click, you know. Yeah. Um, this is a favorite, this is a favorite one of the kids. Um, don't hide unless you're playing hide and seek or being chased <laughs> by a dog. Or number twelve, covering a poo in hundreds and thousands will only alter its appearance. It still stinks. It still stinks. <laughs> Some really classic one-liners there. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, so, what does the future hold for you? Like. 
you know, are you still dealing with the aftermath of your situation? Have you managed to get into a new place and get your family settled again? Yeah, so, you know, it, it didn't take long, you know, with like a bit of craft and um, we uh, now own a, uh, uh, our own home again. Fantastic. And, uh, and the business uh, that I have uh, created is uh, is profitable and and uh, and growing. Um, so you know it's uh, it's very. Uh, Jeez, uh, it's amazing within a couple of years, you know. Yeah, and it's amazing. It just it's just attitude and um, and belief, you know, to say, well, right, if I'm going to change the way that um, I, I want to live my life, I have to uh, approach it in a totally different way, and uh, and I have, and uh, you know. Uh, I'm really yielding those those results, so it's uh, really empowering for me. But it's also really empowering for other people to see my story and see that hey, you know, Paul has uh, got a lot to offer with his um, mental warrant of fitness. You know, I see what he's done for himself. I'm sure that it can uh, help me in some way. You know, so. Um, oh, it's... I think I think the whole story is encouraging because we, you know, I mean, I've had my share of failures in life. I've had failures in business, I've had failures in the sporting arena, I've had failed, uh, you know, in personal relationships, and for me, I'm no longer uh, afraid of failure, failure is the only way to be successful in life. We interrupt this podcast to tell you about my new e-course that I'm really excited to bring you. It's called The Path of an Athlete, and it's available now online at runninghotcoaching.com, my online coaching platform. And it's all about, it's a nine-week course, it's all about developing mental strength, emotional resilience, and a never-quit mentality. It will help you equip you to be more confident, have more self-esteem, and to reach your full potential, basically, and to help you to achieve your dreams and your goals. So check it out at runninghotcoaching.com. It's available now. Right, back to the show. And as we were saying, uh, successes and failures. Yes, successes are a part of the journey of life. And, and my experience has been that if you if you aren't failing on a regular basis, you probably aren't pushing the, the limits, um, which is the title of the show. <laughs> Obviously, I'm into doing that. Um, and, and failures um, have certainly played a big part of my learning in life. Would you say that's sort of true for you as well, Paul? Oh, it, it does because you, um, uh, you, you test yourself on uh, so many levels. Um, when you're successful, you know what you did to, to make you successful. But when you, you fail, um, you learn so much about you know, yourself and, and how to do it better next time. And, and it's that failure that keeps, um, I guess, growing you as, as a person because it taps into areas that you uh, may not have wanted to go to or hadn't thought of going to, but you end up there. And what you discover is uh, it's quite scary at times, but it also is exciting in the fact that it gives you an opportunity to, to grow and be better. Yeah, and I think it's part of um, developing uh, resilience. I'm really big on, on resilience. That word is one of my favourite words because it's all about standing back up and down again when you've been knocked down and I think failure teaches you that resilience if you've had everything easy and everything's handed to you and you know life's gone hunky-dory all the way through then you're not going to be really win because life will sooner or later throw you some curveballs and probably smash you down somewhere and if you haven't had that experience of being knocked down getting back up then it can knock you for an absolute six and um, this is something that I think even you know amongst our children we have to teach resilience. I, I agree. And look, you know, um, when, um, uh, when we, we do um, fail and we have you know, things happen to us in our life that are, uh, are not nice um, things, you know, we, can, we have a choice, don't we? We have a choice to uh, accept it for what it is or we can choose to let that moment um, define our life. And unfortunately for a lot of people, uh, they let um, bad things that have happened to them define their life. Um, So you're exactly right. I think in our um, our children, if we can uh, get them to to be open in their communication um, and to to realise that, you know, failure, as we've spoken about, is a critical part of learning and a critical part of success, um, then they've got a better show than, than we have because we probably didn't get that um, told no. to us by appearance. No, not, not definitely. And I think also society is sort of, you know, if you failed, you were ashamed, you were, you know, whatever. Um, 
and I think it's only really in the recent years that people are starting to realise that you know that that's just a part of the growing curve. Um, I mean, you've got you've got children. Um, they're gorgeous kids too, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what is it of their attitude with you know? How do they sort of cope when when things go wrong and you know little things that go wrong in a kid's life can be quite major. How oh, do they sort of bounce back? It's a classic. The first child, uh, you. Um, you know, you're trying all these different things on, and and uh, they um, seem to be a lot more sensitive than the the, the second one. Um, and the second one just sort of slots in there because you you tried all these things, you're uh, you, you found that it's kind of hard work, and uh, you just get on with life. So um, so they seem to be a lot more relaxed and and open to it. But I just think dealing with um, uh, you know things as they come along and discussing um you know how did you feel you know why were you feeling like that you know um when uh, when you, you felt like that what were you what were you thinking and uh and I, and I often talk to them about things like um you know if you were going to do a jump out of a plane and do a um a parachute jump you, you know most people would worry right the way to the point um until they're going to jump out the plane and uh once they jump out of that plane they have a, a rush, an excitement, and a feeling that's nothing better in in the world mm. at that moment. And 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 I tell them that you know all, all these amazing things um, have to take a little bit of um, you being scared or, yep. uh, or 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 going into the unknown. But what you will uh, realise if you try hard and 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 you do um, you know put yourself out there is there's so many wonderful things to experience in life. You know. Yeah, exactly, and then you get the rewards and the, the great adrenaline buzz or whatever that yeah. comes with with success or with taking that leap and of faith and sort of going out into the blind wilderness. Because um, I think, yeah, um, learning to walk in, in, in blind faith sometimes is a really important thing. I know with my journey with um, mum recently, um, not knowing and, and being told she would never come back, she wouldn't do this, she wouldn't do that, and to just, you know, let it be and um me going nah that's not going to happen and I'm going to fight every step of the the way and she's going to come back and and having you know no no roadmap and no um everybody telling you it won't happen you, you're not going to make it and 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 walking completely in the darkness and just taking that step believing it is going to happen. It is going to happen. And, you know, you have your, your days where you just get on the ground crying, beaten down, and nothing's happening and nothing's working and you're doubting yourself. And then, other, you know, then you have the wonderful breakthroughs. And, yeah. And, and, you know, with our, with our story, it's been a miracle um, uh, and, and continues to be. And we've still got lots of work to do, but it's, you know, I've had to walk that whole journey completely blind, if you like, and just believing. And I think sometimes you just have to do that. And you might not be successful, but the thing, the key is, I think, it's better to go down fighting than to to give in to things, you know? I, I, I agree. I agree. And, uh, you know, uh, if you don't have resilience, um, you're going to go down um, a lot quicker, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah right. and, and I think you know when you fall down, and you, it's okay to feel the emotions too. Like um... you have, you have to, don't you? I think that's a critical thing. Is is that uh, it's okay to uh, to be sad or to be disappointed or frustrated, you know? And you have to uh, express that because it's um, if you hold if you hold on to to that emotion, it, it's a it's a like a poison inside you. So you've got to get that uh, that poison um, out of you. Um, and when it's out of you, then it's great. You can focus back on, uh, you know, looking um, for that breakthrough, looking for the light. Yeah, feel the pain and then and then feel the hurt. And I think um, Sir John Kerwin said that a couple of weeks ago on the show too. You know, it's okay to feel the emotions. It's okay to ball your eyes out, to be disappointed, to to be devastated. But the thing is that to realise that those are just emotions, and that's that they, right. They will pass. Yeah, it, it, that's that's so true. And I think um, in. Uh, in the uh, the moment, um, you know, we have to to know how we we react, and um, if we if we go through it um, dealing with those emotions, we get better at handling them. So, in a, in the course of a day, if we practice telling ourselves um, as many positive things or thinking as many positive things um, as as we can, 
uh, and we do that regularly, uh, when a negative thought comes along, we, we're very um, much able to deal with that quickly. It seems foreign in our mind, and um, and that's what often I talk to people about is that you know well-being and, and how we feel is, is a daily pursuit. It's not something that you just no. um, hope it all turns out well for you. Uh, you have to you know it's work. Hard work. Yeah, yeah, it's hard work, but it's very satisfying, and it becomes easier and easier if you practice it. Because as I said. Um, you're so used to having positivity in life, you're able to deal with and um, get rid of negative emotions a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, the brain is uh, studied quite a lot of neuroplasticity and about the new, the brain and how it functions. And the brain is really one thing that if you, whatever you use, you will retain, and whatever you don't use, you lose. So if you are reinforcing those patterns of thought that are negative, then they will strengthen, they will get stronger, they will overtake your mind, they will they will permeate everything you do. Whereas if you um, concentrate, try and block those thoughts, cut them off at the knees and reframe whatever you're looking at, whatever situation you're dealing with in a positive uh, frame of mind, it will get easier with practice. Yeah. And I, and I say to people, you know, they say, oh, it's easy for you or, you know, um, it's hard for me or whatever. It's not an easy pursuit. There's, I'm no, not um, doubt, uh, disagreeing with that, um, but it, it is possible to be to be happy, to be productive and to, um, you know, enjoy, enjoy your life. It, it yeah. is. And the uh, alternative is bloody miserable, really, oh, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I know. And I, you know. And I have to talk about, um, you, you know, when you're thinking um, negative thoughts, you know, like, if you're thinking them a lot, just ask yourself, you know, um, is this benefiting me? Is this making me feel good? You know, is it making me um, feel um, alive? Well, the answer is generally no. So um, I know that I've got to stop thinking it. So, you know, we, we need to have that um, uh, that conversation with ourselves um, sometimes. Um, and look, I think there's, uh, it, it's, it's really just trying to, to simplify uh, things in life, isn't it? You know, start off with uh, one thing to change, have some success with that one one positive change, Definitely. and uh, you know, get that pattern of success, and then move on to the to the next thing that you want to change. Yeah, and I think it's like um, feeding uh, um, feeding the 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 courage wolf is what I call it. <laughs> yeah. You have you know, like I have like this this analogy in my head. You've got this. You've got this nasty, negative, evil snake, and then you've got this courageous wolf inside you. And um, if you can keep feeding that that courageous wolf, that's your thoughts that are positive, instead of the the negative snake, <laughs> then um, it's just a good analogy to to pick out in your brain. Oops, is this the snake popping its yeah, head up, yeah. or is this the, the the wolf who's being strong and courageous? You know, um, a, a quick, simple analogy to check every thought by. <laughs> Wolf snake. Uh, yeah, wolf snake. What you call it, lion, bear, whatever you want to call yeah. it. But it's it's, it's about it. it's about yeah. Am I feeding that side of me or am I feeding the negative side of me? You know. Um. So Paul, you know, just just get back a little bit to what you've got coming up in the future and what you're hoping to do with your mental warrant and fitness artwork and and the spin-offs from from that and and further works and and what what are your plans in the in the upcoming future? Well, for me, it's it's keeping to um, uh, 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 exposure of the brand, um, so growing um, uh, my following through social uh, uh, networks, um, and uh, and really getting um, my my Warren of Fitness onto as many walls um, as I can um, in homes around the country, in businesses and schools. Yeah. Um, it's been a sort of natural progression that I'm moving towards education. Um, so. I've been doing um, uh, more work with schools, um, and it's interesting. Um, the Ministry of Education, as part of the health and safety, um, is uh, they talk now about well-being as a uh, as a part of that. Because you know, if we look at we look at health and safety, we we often think about the um, the physical, uh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Your safety of not falling off something, or yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, the mental part is, is such a huge thing. So. Last year, I did the Auckland uh, Principals Association um, conference, and this year, I'm a speaker at the uh, the Taranaki Principals Association. So, education seems to be a, a natural fit. Um, mm. And then, yeah, in terms of the spin-offs, well, I, I'm working on a uh, piece for um, younger people, um, and uh, um, so I, I see that as a real uh, critical area um, for me. 
to, to, to help with um, and to, to you know, um, help young people um, get that right thought pattern um, going, you know, and to start um, being comfortable at uh, talking about their emotions because that's what I see as a, as a problem is, yeah. is traditionally um, here in New Zealand, we, we tend to uh, sweep our feelings under the carpet and it's only when there's so many, um, you know, so many things or skeletons in the closet or whatever um, that uh, they all fall out or we trip over the carpet and we realise, oh my goodness, you all know, pieces. Um, yeah. all these things are happening. So, yeah, working with, with young people um, is, is another area that I really want to push into. And it'll be a similar type thing that I've done with my mental war on a fitness print is yeah. to get them onto walls so people can read them each day. So it's really um, using your art as conversation pieces to bring up the themes in life that really count. Yeah, yeah, it is. In a, in a nutshell, really, isn't it? It's a, it's about talking about things more. I mean, we, you know, we've got a huge problem in New Zealand with uh, depression, with mental health issues, with suicide, um, and anything that any of us can do towards helping the alleviate the suffering of other people, um, to help them understand their own um, brains, their own reasons they do things. Um, help them stand back up again and to be a friend on their side, I think is, is, is crucial work in this, yeah. in this day and age. And, um, you know, I think it's wonderful that you're, you, you're putting your energy into something that's positive in the world. Oh, and it's so good. It's amazing how, you know, my intentions to, to help, um, to help people, but in doing that, I'm helping myself because I'm, I'm getting to use my creativity. Um, I'm getting to uh, be the person that I've always wanted to, to be, and I'm getting rewarded for that from a financial um, perspective because yep. people are happy to pay um, for that that work because yeah, so it resonates with them, you know. Yep. So uh, for me, it's a real uh, perfect combination. No, oh, absolute ideal, Paul. Look, I think we'll wrap it up there. I think um, you know what you're doing is fantastic, and and the messages that you've shared on the show today, uh, your openness, your willingness to share your journey, um, I, I applaud that. I think that that's especially I think for for men in our society, it's good to hear uh, people being honest and open about about their lives and and the journeys that they've been on, good and bad. And um, I, I thank you for 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 being vulnerable, being open, and sharing your journey. Hey, and thanks very much, um, Lisa. I really respect what you do and uh, are really excited and seeing uh, your journey in the future. So thanks for letting me be a part of it today. Thanks, Paul. That's it for this episode of Pushing the Limits with your host, Lisa Tamati. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and share all this goodness with your networks so we can impact more lives with positive insights and inspiring conversations. And check us out online at www.lisatamati.co.nz. That's it for this episode of Pushing the Limits with your host, Lisa Tamati. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and share all this goodness with your networks so we can impact more lives with positive insights and inspiring conversations. And check us out online at www.lisatamati.co.nz.